All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I just ate a cucumber and it was delicious. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Better Little Never. <laughs> Yes. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest just went up to like 11. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'd like to say a big fuck you to Nick. <laughs> I love your Rembrandt. Must go to Cinco de Mayo. Ty Ty, why won't you kiss me? Better late than never. Better late than never. Good afternoon. I was just enjoying a cucumber. As you would have heard in the uh, in the intro, that was my uh, my improv of the day. I love cucumbers, man. I feel bad for anybody who doesn't like fruits and vegetables because they've got so many good things. A little dip, a little dunk. Come on. This time, just had a little cucumber with some celery salt on it. Fantastic, lovely, better late than ever. Welcome, hello. It is Wednesday, and we are back to our regularly scheduled program after doing the Thursday episode last week. And I want to give a shout out to the audio department. Of course, the audio department works to create a safe space and creativity, a uh, safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through sound and story. What am I doing here? Sharing stories, friends. Sharing stories. Go to the audio department.ca, book some studio time. Start that podcast you always wanted to do. I know you and your buddies are sitting there and you go, man, if we only had a podcast, telling you how to do it. Go to the audio department. They are there to help. Before we get to the Oilers stuff, and uh, thankfully they won the other day, or yesterday. Thankfully, they won yesterday. Before we get to that, though, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping. Behind the scenes, you might be wondering to yourself, bag milk? 
The season is well underway, and I haven't received my Better Late Than Ever hoodie yet. What the fuck is going on? Well, I'm here to tell you. You are right. One, I'm just going to be candid. And Jay, if you're listening to this, earmuffs for the next 15 seconds. My plan, and I'm not even shitting you, is I planned on stealing some hoodie boxes from Nation HQ so that I could ship these hoodies out to you. That was the plan. And then yesterday, the other day, I was rooting around and I'm shuffling and I'm looking. And they didn't have any boxes for me. So I was like, ah, shit. So I did order them. They arrived today at my house. Those are going to be in the mail this weekend. Got it? In the mail this weekend. Saturday, we can look forward to a game against the Jets. You could also look forward to knowing that at some point on that Saturday, I will be shipping your hoodie if you won one. Got it? I promise you I'm doing it. I promise you I'm doing it. I promise you I'm doing it. Okay? Okay. Good? Good. In other news, I want to revisit the spooky season spectacular that's going on at the Castle Milk. This past week, me and the missus, we watched a couple of movies and neither of them were scary. And... I know that not all of them have to be scary. Some of them are just creepy. Some of them are just gory. Depends what your flavor is of horror movie. I'm not a big horror movie guy. So these don't really resonate with me the way that they probably should. So the first one we watched this week was Freddy versus Jason from 2003. The tagline goes, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees return to terrorize the teenagers of Elm Street. Only this time they're out to get each other too. It was... Eh, eh. my favorite part about the whole thing was that kelly Rowland was in that movie because look 2003 we are still peak destiny's child here people we are peak destiny's child and kelly Rowland is appearing in a horror movie she also drops a word you can't say in 2023 anymore notice that in the movie if you want to know what word you have to go find it yourself now just in general not a great movie the storyline was kind of meh the Freddy versus Jason angle, also meh. They're crossing kind of areas because Jason's obviously when you're alive and Freddy's when you're sleeping. I get what they were trying to do, but it was kind of a shitty movie. TBH. On the bright side, I do enjoy looking at Freddy Krueger the way he is supposed to look in these movies as opposed to the one that I watched from a handful of years ago where he was CGI face and it just looked weird and creepy. I mean, his face and those look weird and creepy as well. I get it. That's kind of the point. But ultimately... Ultimately, I want my Freddy to look like Freddy. And if he doesn't, why are you so pissy? Because Freddy needs to look like Freddy. You know what I mean? He just needs to. So if I'm going to give that uh, that movie a grade out of 93, mm, 62. I mean, it's a passing grade. It's not a great grade. Would I watch this movie again, Freddy vs. Jason from 2003? Probably not. The second one that I watched this week is the Halloween H2O, 20 years later. That one is from 1998. Now, I, again, I'm not a big horror movie guy. I know Mike Myers. I know Halloween. I know Jamie Lee Curtis. I know this is all spawned from this movie series. But these are not scary at all. Looking at the tagline. Laurie Strode, now the dean of Northern California Private School with an assumed name, must battle the shape one last time as her li- as the life of her own son hangs in the balance. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. She's back. LL Cool J's there. 
This movie just not scary at all. Frankly, I don't know if any of you listening to this find the Halloween movies scary whatsoever, but in terms of like a horror series, I actually find them hilarious. Mike Myers plodding around all slowly in the background and like hiding behind trees. If you watch the original Halloween movie, that thing is a comedy and you will not convince me otherwise. You see him kind of poking his head around the corner of the tree and he's like, hey, what are you doing over there? We know Mike Myers doesn't talk, but you know what I'm saying. And then he kind of slowly plods along. He's like the serial killer equivalent of Pepe Le Pew. Remember that? Remember the skunk? He would kind of bound back and forth sexually harassing that cat at every turn allegedly in my opinion of course don't sue me disney um or whoever made that i guess probably not disney um back to halloween h2o again a garbage a garbage movie maybe it's just that i don't understand halloween as a series but these things are just so dumb to me they are so dumb the only good thing about halloween movies at least to this point from what i discover is the mike myers mask it's iconic. You see it and you know exactly what's going on. But in terms of the movie, nah, shit. It was shit. <laughs> Out of 93, I would give this one. I did like it better than the other one, I guess. So if the other one was a 62, I'll give this one a 66. Shout out to Mario Lemieux. Or Josh Hosang, depending on... Uh, what era you are from <laughs> anyway that is the two week uh the two movies from the spooky season spectacular and uh neither of them really really grabbed me i should have done a total rankings of this whole thing i should have done like a um i don't know i should have done something better some kind of ranking of all these movies i could go back and do it i guess maybe i'll just like i'll look back at my notes and all the movies that i've watched so far and we'll just kind of go from there the other big news of the day and the most important thing is can you hear this That is new Blink-182 music, and I'm not going to play it too much because I don't want to get flagged on YouTube and Apple Podcasts for copyright, but new Blink song came out today called You Don't Know What You've Got. The boys continuing on their lessons, I guess. Was that what you would call it? Lessons, life lessons of getting back together, becoming a band, being friends again. All the things your boy Bag Milk loves because I love that band so very much. And also, by the way, shout out to all of you that are sending me Blink-182 related DMs on all social platforms. I will happily take those. Happily. Chances are I've probably seen the meme you've already sent me. I live on my phone after all. I do work on my phone. But the sentiment is appreciated. That's what I care about. New album comes out on Friday. One more time by Blink-182. I'm very, very excited. Let's give him a round of applause. My own personal garbage out of the way. Let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel for more information. Again, that is ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel. Making some memories. Well, how could we not start with the Edmonton Oilers last night? Erasing the memories from the first two games. They came up with a big win last night in Nashville, and I was very excited, and I know you were too. Yeah! What is the memory there? 
watching Drysidle continue to do Drysidle things. That's what it is. We make new memories with Leon every single time he goes into Nashville, and just as Alberta Blue Cross would want us to do, just as we're going to do when we head down to Seattle in just under a month's time. We are going to make memories with Alberta Blue Cross. Leon Dreisaitl makes memories every time he walks into Nashville. Frankly, they should put his face on their jerseys and build statues outside of the arena in his honor because he absolutely owns this franchise. Leon Dreisaitl, are you ready, little John? Yeah! Has 22 goals and 34 points in his last 13 games against the Nashville Predators. That is ridiculous. How good is it? Unbelievable, in fact. On a bigger note, on a more macro level, last night's win was exactly what we all needed. Not did the not only the Oilers need a win in the standings, not only do they want to get off the schneid and get on the board in the W column, I feel like we all needed it too. The last, what? I mean, it was a week ago a week ago today that we had all our season open up harder and the Oilers got stomped 8-1. I feel like we all needed it, even though in the grand scheme of the season, we're still only three games in. The 0-2 freakout, from some Oilers fans was fantastic to watch. And listen, I'm not going to tell you how to fan. I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't freak out after two games. Personally, I don't freak out after two games. I lived through the Aikens era. I wrote about this team during seasons when they were out by Halloween. Am I going to freak out at 0 and 2? No. Was I upset? Of course I was. But watching the freak out on social media in the comment section at OilersNation.com was the best. Man, it was the best. I loved it. That's what being an Oilers fan is about. Living and dying with the team, everybody. Living and dying with the team. Now, some people took it a little far. Some people said, there was a guy that called into a weird book and show. If you can search on Twitter, you can find the clip. The audio is floating around. But there was a dude that called into Reed Wilkins show after Saturday night's game. So the Oilers lost, what was that, 4-3 to the Canucks in game two? After that game, there was a guy who called in to Reed Wilkins' show on 6.30 Chad, and he said, hey, the Oilers need to trade Leon Dreisaitl and a first-round pick for Casey DeSmith. I'm not even kidding. Arguably one of the worst trade proposals I could ever think of. However, I'd be lying if I said the audio didn't make me laugh. I'd be completely lying to you. I wonder how that guy feels last night after watching Leon rack up another four-point night against the Nashville Predators. Does he get to enjoy those nights or no? Do you have to look at Leon Drysaddle knowing you called into a public radio station and you said, trade him in a first-round pick for Casey DeSmith? Does he enjoy last night's game or does he not? I have questions. I wish I could interview that guy. If you know him, find him. Send him my way. I'd love to know. Going back to last night's win, obviously it was a big one for the Edmonton Oilers. We were all very excited. We did play La Bamba, Ben. I asked you on Twitter for a one-word review. I think I'm going to keep this going all season long. Who doesn't like a what a one-word review, you know? So I jumped over onto Twitter, onto the Twitter machine, and I said, hey, about to record Better Late Than Ever, and I need your help. Give me a one-word review about last night's win. Stephen Ellis, our prospect expert, expert from dailyfaceoff.com, he said Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Now, he put them all together as one word, separated with Camel Case. Still one word. I don't know if I'm going to count it, Stephen, though I do appreciate Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It is an excellent cereal pick. Maybe we'll do greatest cereal rankings next week. Maybe. Kyle the Embalmer says, Blitzkrieg. 
Ryan Pike from Flames Nation says oily. Kabir says reassuring. Jared says caliente, muy caliente. Lynn says finally. Shane's dog says encouraging. X Maple Jed says bootylicious. Handsome Rob says mayor of Smashville. Again, all combined, one word using camel case. Who we got here? RJ says now that the Oilers are on a one game roll in a row for the season, we can all breathe. So his word is breathe. SS19 says automatic. Tommy says dominant. Sugar Shane says wham. Derek says sex. Killer Cod says smash alicious. Sam says daddy dry. El Cola Grande says bonerific. Verbug says handsome. Jay Gonzalez says phenomenal. Gina says soup. Taryn says hot. Bubba says schwing. Nathan says sexy. Dean says meh. Jeff says em- uh, emphatic. I like Dean's goes meh. I'm going to go. I'm going to pop into his feed here in a second i want to see what team he likes uh see cast for dinner says hedonism shannon says launch pad sergeant obvious says progress lane says soupy ari says improvement now i'm gonna go back up to here i'm gonna dig into you dean smith says he likes the oilers says he likes the seahawks says he likes the blue jays not impressed by last night's win not impressed maybe he is i don't know or one win is not enough to impress this man. And in that way, I, I, I respect it. Again, Leon Dreisaitl, four-point night. Zach Hammond, uh, Hammond. Zach Hyman had a four-point night. My boy Ryan Nugent Hopkins has responded after being shut out in the season opener with six points. He's got two goals and four assists over that time. Hey, 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 hey. Worth noting, we got five on five points in there for Nugent. You can't just say it's all power play, bro. You cannot say it's just power play. Let's go, baby. On yesterday's episode of Oilers Nation Every Day, and again on Oilers Nation Radio, Tyler Remchuk said the newly formed line of Warren Fogle, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Zach Hyman wouldn't do shit. In fact, he said if they produced even one goal, he was going to take a shot of Crown Royal today on Oilers Nation Every Day. Well, the boys got three. In fact, all three of the forwards got a goal, and you love to see it. And while I don't know necessarily know that that line will be able to do it every night, probably not, realistically, I do like when Tyler's wrong. I do like seeing that today on his show, Oilers Nation Every Day, that he had to take a shot of delicious Crown Royal for his lack of belief. What do you guys say for yourself, Tyler? What do you have to say for yourself? Anyway, go check out Oilers Nation every day. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Again, if we get to 30,000 subs by the trade deadline, Tyler would do a boudoir shoot. I will organize it. I will probably take a handful of the photos, and I will put them out on a calendar for charity. Tyler doesn't know that part. He has not agreed to that. I'm just saying that that's a thing that I would like to do. Whether or not he agrees, I will respect his wishes. Ultimately, in the end, I'm workshopping here. Live producing on the podcast. The other main story from last night's game is Jack Campbell. He allowed four goals on 16 shots in the season opener. Again, not all of those were his fault. Not hanging that loss on Jack Campbell, but ultimately he did get hooked and he did have a 750 save percentage. Nobody wants to see that. Last night, however, complete opposite. Stopped 42 of 43, looked big in his crease, looked calm in the net. His rebound control was excellent for the most part. And sure, there was a couple of high-quality, high-danger saves mixed in there. Like I think of the Scorpion kick save that he made. That was a hell of a one. That is not a guy that looks like he's lacking confidence right now. And all I can think about when it comes to Jack Campbell, let's keep it going. 
Let's keep it going. But in the meantime, in right now, in the second appearance of the season, I'm going to give Jack Campbell a lot of love. Let's go, baby. Looking ahead at the schedule, the Oilers have got Philly coming up tomorrow. Philly just beat Vancouver last night. They've got Winnipeg on Saturday. They've got Minnesota next Tuesday. And the New York uh, New York Rangers, I should say, on Thursday. That is Doug Waite night also at the Rangers game. So that's Thursday. And then the Heritage Classic from there is on the Sunday. Digging into the Pacific Division, because why wouldn't we? Let's talk a little bit more hockey in the news for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Let's look at the Pacific Division as of last night. So no games have been played so far amongst these teams on the Wednesday, October 18th. So as it starts, Vegas has kicked off their season red hot. They are 4-0. Vancouver started at 2-1. They are currently in second place. Then it is LA and Calgary, both tied with a 1-1-1 record. The Anaheim Ducks are 1-1-0. San Jose is 0-2-1. And Seattle is 0-3-1. They are having a miserable start in Seattle. Now that our boys are on the board, they are 1-2-0. and oh. It's only going to get better from here, friends. It is only going to get better from here. Got it? Good. Are you sure? Excellent. The last thing I want to end off the new... My headphones fell off my head. The last thing I want to end off the news with here is a shout-out to Gene Principe last night for committing to his bit in between periods. If you didn't watch the game last night, he was doing uh, you know one of his usual things from the hallway outside the dressing room. He was talking about the different hot dogs that are available at Preds games. I think that's how it was going. I was only half paying attention. But what caught my attention was that he, to finish the bit and execute the pun, he had to eat a hot dog that fell on the floor. Now, Gene could have been a soft cock, for lack of a better term, and pass it off and been like, oh, I could have mimed eating the hot dog. Like, mmm, but he didn't. No, he just dusted that baby off and he polished it down, took a bite, took a sizable one too, executed the pun. Gene Principe, you are an absolute legend. You are a gem. You are everything broadcaster should be. And I want to give you an, a round of applause, my friend. You eating a hot dog off the floor may have gone unnoticed in some circles of Oilers Nation fandom, but not here, my friend. Oh no. When you eat that dog off the floor, You are the glizzy gobbler that I look up to, my friend. Gene Principe, a round of applause for you, sir. It was so good. If you haven't seen the clip, it's definitely floating around on Twitter. I encourage you to go see it. And that is where we're going to wrap up the news. The news, again, brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Go visit them at ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel. ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel. If you're coming with us on the nation vacation, it is all thanks to our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. And we are launching the Arizona trip coming up right away. Keep an eye out for details on that one. You're going to want to go on that trip. Let's be honest. You are going to want to be on that trip. You're listening to Better Late Never. In the words of EMF, you're unbelievable. Yes, you are. Why is my soundboard not working? Why is it glitching? Why did the screen go blank? Oh, there we go. For our friends at Betway, it is time to talk a little bit of betting, provided that you are 19 plus and can do so responsibly. Yesterday, I had a fantastic night. If you are not following along with Risky Business over at OilersNation.com, I do a little betting article every morning. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. 
If you're not into betting, I totally respect that. It's not for you. But if you are and you just kind of want to see where we're at or what we're doing, feel free to ride with me. Feel free to call me out on my bets. Feel free to tell me I don't know what I'm talking about because most time I don't. But last night, oh, oh, it was so wonderful. It was really wonderful. Even I was happy for you. Even I saw the dark arts you put into last night's picks and felt impressed. How did I start it? Well, going into Nashville, you know Leon Dreisaitl is going to be one of those people that you absolutely want to put a couple of shekels on. I bet on him to go over one and a half total points. I bet on him to get two plus goals. I bet Oilers puck line at plus 155. So that meaning they have to win by two or more. They did that. I also bet on Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl both to score at plus 250. So my $5 bet turned into 750 on 1750 on that one. And my can't miss parlay of the day was Oilers money line and total over five and a half goals at plus 140. They cleared that $5 turned into 12. So if you're counting, Leon over one and a half points, $5 turned into 1075. Leon, two goals. I only had $1.85 in my account. I threw it all on that one. That turned into 17 bucks. Oilers puck line, meaning beating, winning by two plus. Five turned into 12.75. Connor and Leon both to score. Five turned into 17.50. Oilers money line over five and a half goals. Five turned into 12. I had an electric night. An electric night. The other thing that I'm doing, and I just missed it because of the fucking Winnipeg Jets, I'm having fun with Betway's like multi-game parlays. So I've decided that every Oilers game day, I'm not going to do it every day because that's ridiculous, but every Oilers game day, I'm going to try and parlay the money line for every single game that plays last night. So yesterday there was something like eight games. I went seven of eight and it was the fucking Jets that ruined it for me. Damn you, Winnipeg. Damn you. What is wrong with you, Winnipeg? Why must you ruin everything all the time, always? That's our, for our friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly. Check out the fine folks at Betway. Guess the fuck what? You're listening to Better Late Than Never. Brought to you by Bag Milks, Alfa Romeo, Barbecue, and Foot Massage. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For Trilogy Oldfield Rentals, it is time for the Righteous Sack Beating. Of course, Trilogy Rentals are an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oil field disciplines specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. If you're wondering what kind of tools that they use, or you just want to hear me use my megaphone voice, Rental tools, fishing tools, coil tools, drilling tools, mills and bits, completion tools, any tool for any job. We are talking about TrilogyRentals.ca. The right sack beating this week is going to collectively all of us. I'm not individually singling anyone out here, dear Oilers fans. I'm talking about the collective we. On Twitter, a couple of days ago, it was announced, I guess yesterday morning, because we talked about it on Oilers Nation Radio before the game. Woody announced some new line combos. He moved Drysaddle up with McDavid and Evander Kane, put the second line together of Hyman, Fogel, Ryan Eugene Hopkins, and we, the collective we, shat our pants. 
sometimes it is such an overreaction to see who's going where. I saw people on Twitter, Twitter's not real life, so if you feel like this is singling you out or that it does not apply to you, remember, collective we. I saw people on Twitter being like, you got to pull Kane out of the top line. You got to put Dylan Holloway up there. Why is Connor Brown on the third line? We just signed him for blah, blah, blah. Why is this happening? Rah! And I guess the righteous act beating on this one is sometimes we just need to watch it play out. Sometimes we need to take these line combos that Woody's put together and see them in action before we accidentally pee-pee ourselves. I know my diaper was full of poo. Mostly because I'm confused and scared, not necessarily because of line combos. But for some of you, I think you need a diaper change. Again, the collective we. There's a small portion of people that get really angry about line combinations. There's a larger portion that don't give two shits at all. But collective we, as Oilers fans, I think this is one of those situations where maybe we need to see things in practice. Maybe we need to see how they work out before we start shitting ourselves. Maybe. Maybe. That said, don't lose the passion. If you want to get angry about line combinations, please do. I would like to read it. I'm not one of those people, but I would love to read your line combo complaints. If you are on my side where you don't really care about line combos until they're on the ice, until you can actually see them, I salute you too. Either way, we are a passionate group, and sometimes we overact, sometimes we underreact, and sometimes we overreact to the underreaction. And for that, I give you, we, the right to sack beating this week. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. For Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, we've also got a guest, a righteous sack beating from Nick. I have not listened to this. If it's bad, I will cut him off, and I will cut it out of the podcast. Let's go, Nick. Hey, Big Milk. I got a little guest, righteous sack beating. Um, This isn't news. This has been known for a while. I just didn't hear about it because I get all my Oilers news through Oilers Nation. Hmm. And to be quite frank, you guys don't give a fuck about this because it doesn't impact you. Um, <laughs> But what fossil at the NHL? Thought it was a good idea to put the Heritage Classic at 5 p.m. on a Sunday. On a Sunday, I that doesn't. Thought it was a good. Why idea can't to I put pause the Heritage Classic at five? I also complained about that. I don't understand it at all. First of all, there's nothing doing on Saturday. You could have absolutely held the game on Saturday. You could have not gone head to head with the NFL. You could have had better broadcasting, given that it's the uh, the Battle of Alberta. You could have had more distribution and just less people watching football. You're one of your main competitors from a major league sport that is demolishing you in ratings. I don't get it. I also don't understand why I can't fucking pause now, so I got to start over and see where Nick is. Hey, baby, you trying to compete with the NFL? When has it ever been a good idea to compete with the NFL? I agree. The answer's never. Ask the USFL. Mm-hmm. Second, did the NHL not consider the fact that hey, you know, this is a big game between provincial rivals, and you know what? There's people who are going to be making the trip up, vis-a-vis me and my father. Mm-hmm. Now we're we're going to the Heritage Classic, and I am so excited. What I am not excited for is the fact that immediately after the Heritage Classic, I got to drive five hours back to Lethbridge because my old man has to work, and I have a chem lab at nine a.m. that I cannot miss. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why the game. Why is the game not Saturday? Like. And I know there's a lot of people in the same boat. You have to imagine there's a lot of people making the drive up from Calgary to go to this game. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, our friends at Barnburner down at Flames Nation. They're going to be coming up to the game. And right now, currently, their plan is to drive back to Calgary after the game. 
Frank Saravalli flying into town for the Heritage Classic with his family. Because his kids have school, they are taking the red eye back to Philly on Sunday night to try and miss the least amount of time possible the least amount of real life time. So I'm with you, Nick. I wish I had an answer for you. I wish I could understand what the NHL does. I wish I could understand what the NHL does most of the time, but we know that's not happening for trilogy Oldfield rentals. There's a guest RSB from Nick. You want to see a man boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the Jimmy. Wow. We are spicy about the heritage classic and I like it. Again, goes to the passion. We're going to yell about line combinations. You know we are going to yell about the schedule, right? Of course. Roof of the saddle dome crumbling. Roof of the saddle dome crumbling. Roof of the saddle dome crumbling. You're listening to Better Late Than Never telling you to stay the fuck out of Calgary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. the handsome friendly folks at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton it's time for the voicemail limited time offer ending October 31st 3.99% financing for up to 36 months on the Alfa Romeo Stelvio that is the whip I drive let me tell you it will change your life go to alfaromeoedmonton.ca alfaromeoedmonton.ca get yourself some details go check it out or Test drive the Tenali right now. That is your intro into luxury, my friends. That is your intro into luxury. We're going to start off the voicemail this week with uh, Phil Kessel. I don't think it's the real Phil Kessel, but I guess we'll find out together. Hey, Bag Milk. It's, uh, it's Tristan. Uh, I'm here to talk today about the, uh, the Nation Citizens Discord. I don't think this is Phil Kessel. I do know Tristan, not Phil Kessel. Confirmed. Back to you, Tristan. And, uh, you know, kind of let people know who might not know what it is or aren't in it, what they're missing out on. Uh, It is an amazing community of Oilers fans and fans of the Nation Network. 
if you're listening and you're not in this Discord, but you, you enjoy listening to all the other shows, but want to be a part of a conversation, this is the place to be. Um, we've always got talks going on. Uh, we're always talking hockey, Oilers, roster, trades, rumors, you know, you name it. Um, the game day thread is always bumping. You wake up at 6 a.m. to go to work, and there's already people in there getting hyped for the game. That's, you know, 12 to 16 hours away. Um, you got you got all your all your favorite Oilers Nations people. You got Bag Milk in there. You got Tyler and Liam and Gavin, Aaron, Waz, uh, Zach's in there as well. It's, it's always a great time. We're always looking for more people to join in on the co- talks and conversation. Uh, so come on down to the Nation Citizens Discord. The Discord invite link is Nation Citizens, capital N, capital C, all one word. Uh, we hope to see you there. Uh, I know I'm not alone in this. All right. Uh, peace. There you go, the Nation Discord. <clears throat> I've got it open right now while Tristan was talking. What are they talking about today? Well... They are looking at the renderings from the Heritage Classic, what Commonwealth Stadium is going to look like. Appreciate that. I think Tyler is cooking some frozen veggies. Is Ty Yar, is that actually Tyler? If so, he's cooking some frozen veggies. Uh, It's just your standard medley bag. It is just your standard medley bag. I see SDPN is taking some hits in there for calling him mid, David. Get it? trying to clickbait him a little bit with that title anger up some Oilers fans um yeah just general conversations going on in here there's all a lot of good stuff i'm gonna write right now i am recording bltn right now and reading this message on the podcast let's see how what kind of response we get i'll just kind of leave this open for a second we will check back in on the discord again fortunately not phil kessel do like tristan though he's good good people this one isn't from duke's mom and chances are i'm guessing it is not actually duke's mom hi this is duke's mom and donkey volley is a fuckwit (laughs) Uh uh-huh eloquent in its brevity i suppose this is David Bowie singing a song. We're watching Dukes perform on this silly, strange thing called whatever. I'm not going to give him the power of suggestion. <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while. Hmm. Yes. yes, I have not forgotten you. Oh. The donkey is back. The donkey. Yes. Good afternoon. That's what you want. That's the money shot. But anyway, I think we're up for some questions. Questions <laughs> with the donkey. Oh, I would uh, listen if you go. I never know when his. <laughs> I never know when his batteries are going to die. You know, if you have questions for donkey volley, hit me up. If you have questions for Dukes, hit me up. Slide on into my DMs. Let's start collecting some questions here so that I can have something thrown at the boys. Let's move the presidential election along just a little bit. We've been talking about it for months and nothing has happened. Mostly my fault. Admittedly my fault. My schedule is a little hectic right now. We will get this. But I would love to ask the boys questions. I'd love to post. We got a group chat on Instagram and it is vibrant all day. I'd love to just post up your questions in that group chat and see what they say. Turning back to the Oilers Nation Discord, or the Nation Citizens Discord, I should say. Lance Kane, he uh, responds by just going, hey, better late than never. So there's the message to my message. Good? There's enough of the Discord for now. 
I'm sure we'll hear from them again. They're fine folks. Go check out Tyler's weird frozen vegetable medley. Noah, you're up. From last week, the reason that iPhones have a glass back is so that they can do wireless charging uh, due to like the heat that it needs to do the wireless charging. It has to be a glass back and can't be a metal back. Hmm. There you go. There you go. Has to be a glass back for wireless charging. That goes back to uh, Kyle the Embalmer was having some issues with his iPhone last week. We're not just here to entertain, but we're also here to educate. Ari, what do you got to say? One game everyone said, right? Well, now it's two. So as opposed to getting blown out in game one, this time they shoot themselves in the foot. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of funny. Well, thankfully last night they rebounded with a huge win in Nashville. That second game, at least, erased. I'm curious where the rest of this goes, because obviously Ari sent this in before last night's game. It's a Canucks. They should be able to, they should be able to beat the Canucks. Nine times out of ten. We all know this. Uh, Skinner should have had at least two of those goals, despite what Darnell Nurse is doing. Those were not good goals to give up, some of them. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the guy who threw something on the ice after no, no. the game. Don't throw things on the ice. Uh... That's that takes some balls. No, it doesn't. It means you're a drunk idiot. It doesn't take balls. Don't throw things on the ice. I respect it. Don't respect it. Um, if they don't beat the Preds on Tuesday, oh, I'd like to see. I'd like to see what happens after that. They're already down on points. Thankfully, you don't got to worry about it. Anonymous, what do you guys say? Listen up, you maggots. From now on, you are referred to me as Sir, Master, <laughs> King, Boss, Sultan, CEO, or Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that guy's cool. Do you understand me? Sir, sir yes, sir. sir. Are you eyeballing me, maggot? Uh, sir, no, sir. I can't hear you. Uh, sir, no, sir. I said I can't hear you. I know, I heard you. What did you say? Uh, sir, no, sir. What? Sir, no, sir. I can't hear you, maggot. <laughs> sir, no, sir. Speak up. Sir, no, sir. I still can't hear you. Really? Maybe you should get your hearing checked. <gasps> huh. It's what I suspected. <laughs> you need... A hearing aid. What did you say? I said, you need a hearing <laughs> aid. What did you say, maggot? You're alone, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know. Like Again, I just like to sit and enjoy those and just kind of drift off into my own head. Sometimes I forget I'm supposed to be contributing to this podcast when those are going on. I don't really have anything to add masterpieces masterpieces i see four i see four messages from waz i'm not gonna play them all in a row i'm gonna split them up because i just imagine if he's leaving four messages in a row they're all gonna be weird waz i know you're listening to this right now what's going on with you man are you gonna weird me out i guess we'll find out hey bag milk waz hey, here it's just a question for you uh what, what what's the deal with roadkill in your opinion like how do you react when you see something a little bit deceased on the road. Do you kind of try and take a little peek and see, ooh, that's bad? Or do you, you're like, oh, I don't want to see that? Because sometimes you're like, what, what is that animal of sorts? Is it a rabbit, a wolf, a deer? I don't know. What's, uh, what's your opinion on that? What is that affect you're putting on your voice? It's like some, you got some kind of southern drawl. You're talking about roadkill, and you're like, what's your thoughts on roadkill? One, is it really free? Can I just take it home with me and chuck it in my freezer to eat and enjoy at a later date? Or is it generally frowned upon to do such things? I don't understand. Um, I guess I don't understand the question. 
what do I think of roadkill? Generally gross. Two, delicious. Three, free protein. You got to battle inflation somehow, right? Are you really going to take these questions from the kid that kills all those birds? Let's not pretend all of the dead animals that he's seen on the road were not directly put there by him and his evil doings. Listen, I'm Satan, the lord of fucking darkness. I am the emperor of bad news. And that kid, that kid scares me. I'm with you, Satan. Should I go into the second Waz question? Or should I just spread these? I'm just, I'm too curious. Waz, what other weirdness you got for me? All right, maybe that voicemail was just a tad weird. Let's turn it into more of a wholesome conversation. I do uh, appreciate the awareness, though, Waz. Glad you understood it was weird to ask what I feel about roadkill. I've got an idea what you feel about roadkill, but I'll keep those theories to myself. Derek Ryan, I want to give a big shout-out to everyone who showed love on those videos. I dropped a time lapse from when I got in line to the moment he signed the autograph. You know, I'm hearing that Derek Ryan's dad saw the video. Somebody sent it to him. His wife commented on the video. It was just a wholesome moment. And I'm pretty sure at this point, Derek Ryan's probably seen it. I hope one day I can actually have like a conversation or meet him. Uh, I know the Oilers have a uh, picture day thing for season ticket holders. So hopefully I can get a hold of one of those tickets because I know some season ticket holders don't always go to those. So I would love to maybe actually meet the guy one day. Uh, he just kind of gave me a thumbs up afterwards. I didn't really get a chance to speak with him, but Derek Ryan, good guy. And let's go Oilers. If you haven't watched Waz's Derek Ryan content, I beg of you to go find it on the Oilers Nation Instagram account. It is some of the funniest stuff that Waz has ever done on that account. I love it. The timeline that he did with the Derek Ryan jersey signing, man, I can't speak. Fantastic content. I was riveted. I was following along. Was Waz going to get the jersey signed before the 8 p.m. deadline? Was Derek Ryan going to notice that someone had a Derek Ryan jersey, knowing full well that there's only a half dozen of those sold and out in the wild? Either way, good guy Derek Ryan came through, signed Waz's jersey. I absolutely love it. Go to watch the videos. They're fantastic. I am going to turn now to budget Blink-182. I cannot wait to see what this is because we had a couple of these so far. I'm keeping them in the button bar. If this one is any good, you know I'm keeping this one too. Faith fell short this time. Your smile fades in the summer. Place your hand in mine. I'll leave when I want to. Beg Malk. I got tickets to the Heritage Classic for my 30th birthday. Nice. I'm flying up from Kelowna. I need to know, is there going to be tailgating before the game? This is a big event. Is that a football arena? If I'm not on the flight home without a smoky cheese squirted stain on the Oilers logo, I might deem the trip a failure. Should I go to Canadian Tire and buy the Coleman stove myself? I need to know, will the Edmontonians be tailgating? And where am I going to find somebody with a pickup truck that lives in Alberta? Well, you can't find any of those. Nobody, as far as I see, owns a pickup truck. Not here. Not in Alberta. Disagree. I completely disagree. I thought that was going to be another, uh, like, blink cover. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit, uh, that's what I was hopeful for. I do appreciate the feelingness kind of intro. Feeling this, I should say. Great song. It is a great song. Uh, Maynard, you are up next. Hey, BM. Maynard, Nugent, Spivey. Uh, listener since pod one, first time VM. Thank you. Uh, We chat all the time, by the way. I know exactly who you are on Twitter. I know you. I see you. 
Are you going to tell me about Tool? I'm going to Tool next week. I'm very, very excited. It's your upcoming Tool concert next week. Fucking right. I know it's your first time seeing them. Just want to give you a little bit of a heads up as to what to expect. Because they're not like a lot of other bands you've probably seen live. Um, These guys, they are all business when they're out there. They're very much not about look at me. They're about listen to us. So... Um, they're not getting any younger. Maynard, I think, is 60 this year. Yeah. He cannot scream like he used to. And something you can relate to, he kind of shuns the spotlight. He hides out in the back of the stage. That's, again, I like, that's one thing I love about Maynard is that he just, like, he, he just, yes, he is the creative force behind Tool, but really he probably wants to hang out at his winery and stay out of the spotlight. I love the guy. It registers in a huge way with me. In the shadows. Um, nobody's coming out in an Oiler jersey. Nobody's flying over the stage on a wire. Uh, nobody's doing windmills with their schlong like Flea at Woodstock. These guys are all business. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I hope it's a good show. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, play La Bamba. Let's go Oilers. I know I'm going to enjoy it. I know I am. If anything less. So here's how I'll put it. Fuck. I'm having to, I'm going to clear my throat. I'm going to turn my microphone down. I'm going to cough so that this isn't as gross for you. There we go. Did I fix it? Hang on. I'm going to put some music on. I'm going to get this done. All right, there we go. I'm just excited to see Danny Carey, to be honest. I can watch that dude play drums all day long. How how do you pronounce that song? Is it called Numa? P-N-E-U-M-A? Is it Numa? Anyway, there's a video of him isolated on YouTube for just under 12 minutes playing Numa. It is fucking rad. That guy wails on the drums. I cannot wait. My buddy Travis Dakin, he reached out and he goes, this is your first time seeing Tool, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, that concert is going to shake you to your bones. And I cannot wait. Cannot wait. All right, Waz, I'll come back to you. We'll see what you got. Hey, Bag Milk. Waz here again. A question for you. What do you think of all the Connor Bedard hype right now? People are saying it's too much. Even Taylor Hall has come on and said it's just becoming a little bit too much for the guy. There's just so much media focus on him. And I understand it, you know, working with social media. Connor Bedard's name gets clicks, engagements, like, no other player in the NHL right now. Also, Generation Z, the younger generation, loves Connor Bedard. So there's just a lot of that. But also, at the same time, I think he is getting too much focus. Like, for example, on Hockey Night in Canada, on Saturday, they said, oh, Connor Bedard grew up watching Hockey Night in Canada like seven times. He mentioned it once, and they just ran with it throughout the whole entire night. I'm like, no shit, he grew up watching Hockey Night in Canada. What else is he supposed to watch? NBC? So I'm, I'm just kind of curious your thoughts on the Connor Bedard hype right now. I think that for a league we complain about a lot that doesn't market its star players, the league that we constantly want more personality out of players, we feel like they don't shine a bright enough spotlight on their stars. They're doing it with Connor Connor McDavid. They're doing it with Connor Bedard. This kid is going to be one of the best up-and-coming players in the National Hockey League, and the NHL is showcasing him. They're doing exactly what they should be doing with a a potential star like Connor Bedard. Is it too much? Maybe. 
But who cares? The reality is, is that folks like you and I was, we're dialed into the NHL on a daily basis because it's our job. But for the most part, we're talking about growing the game down south. We're talking about adding hockey into people's daily lives in different regions outside of like the Canadian cities that either one care or B have a uh, an NHL team to cheer for. You got to hammer the message home. Hammer it home. Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard. Did they miss the opportunity to do some of it with McDavid? Sure, but it was a different time. It was a different time then, different avenues, different content being made in 2015. And besides, there was a lot of hype around Connor McDavid. Let's let's be honest. But does it bother me, the hype around Connor Bedard? Not at all. It doesn't. I just don't care. It's one of those things where I am not going to complain about the NHL not marketing its players well enough, only to turn around and speak out of the other side of my mouth when they do it right. Connor Bedard, enjoy your rookie season, my friend. I think you're going to be on a really bad team in Chicago. I think you are going to have a long year as a result of being on that bad team. But if the NHL can get more fans of the game because this kid is an absolute stud, then great. I think it's great. I think it's great. All right, Waz, you're up again. Also, I just wanted to add, I know that Frank made a comment about how people are kind of complaining and how that's just kind of weird to think because yes. the NHL does a poor job marketing stars. But at the same time, yes. I think there needs to be like a, a nice middle ground where it's not too much in your face and also covered properly. I, I don't know if that's possible, but uh, what do you think about that? I don't think it's possible, to be honest. I think that if you're annoyed about Conor Bedard hype and promo, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just like we talk about the Leafs on this podcast all the time. You go to TSN any given day and it's all Leaf stuff. Even when they're losing, Matthews is going to score 70, blah, blah, blah. It's just, you got to choose what you're getting annoyed by. To me, I see this as a marketing tool for the NHL to try and grow the game, which is ultimately what we all want. We want this league. We want this game to be bigger and enjoyed by more people. If Connor Bedard and pumping him out there as much as they're doing right now, hooks in some more kids into the game. So be it. It does not bother me at all. Was just don't watch it, man. Anonymous. What do you got to say? Good afternoon, X-Ware. It's me, presidential candidate Dukes. You are President Chill. I saw you drink a beer out of a skate last night. That's committed to the bit, my friend. A bit of housework. uh, Watching Rick and Morty at the moment, so... Do you know I've never watched that show? A lot of people have told me I'd like Rick and Morty because it would probably fit into my sense of humor. I've just never watched it. There's no reason why I haven't watched it. It's not like I have a a beef against cartoons or Rick and Morty specifically. I just never watched it. A lot of people told me I would like it. A lot of people told me I would like Bob's Burgers as well. I've never watched that show either. Anyway, back to you, Dukes. It sounds like I'm in some old scientist's garage. It's pretty distracting, if I'm being honest with you. More than likely, I'm probably maybe not. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to chime in and say that, like, the the hype we're feeling right now after that that Nashville game, like, that's the energy we I want to carry through the year. Hey Amen. Me too. Wins, losses, whatever. I'm so sick of like one game. I know it's only early, and we've lost two in a row, and that sucked. And then you know tonight was obviously shelled. But like, man. Every time we lose a game or every time some tiny thing goes wrong, don't fucking throw your toys out of the pram. Just fucking chill. It's 82 games, for fuck's sake. Just relax. You know, as long as we're there at the end of the season, shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> We'd already have the cup if we had Raphael Lebeau or Lacour trade nurse. He should be on less money. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're here. It's going to be okay. Play La Bamba, baby. Play La Bamba's right. Dukes, I'm with you. Then it goes back to the Red Sag being, man, we love to overreact, don't we? The collective we, of course. I got no problem with it. I actually really, really enjoy it. I like reading it. I've gotten to a point in my life where you being really mad about the Oilers, I don't get it, take offense to it. I will enjoy it, though. I will read your takes for entertainment. Just like I hope you read my takes for entertainment. You know? I get mad, too. Panic? No. Mad? Yes. They're two different things to me. Two very, very different things. You know? King of Geordie Shore. You're up. Good afternoon. This is the donkey. You're listening to Better Late Than Never, a podcast loosely related with my second favorite sports team, the Edmonton Oilers. My first favorite, of course, being <laughs> Newcastle United. <laughs> so it's those dead but dying batteries at the end, you know? Uh, while I'm recording the podcast, SportsCenter's on the background on my TV in my office, and they just showed Connor McDavid's goal again. I meant to bring this up off the top, but, like, that goal is ridiculous. He has a random spinorama. He's got, like, a random, like, he fell down. He got up. The Nashville defender just flew right past the puck for some reason. The whole thing was gorgeous to look at, but at the same point, it's very funny. <laughs> what is that defenseman doing? He skates right by the puck and goes whoop, right past him and in the back of the net. What are you going to do? Connor's better than you. Connor is better than you. There is no questions about it. The Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail rolls on. Kyle, the embalmer, what do you guys say? Hey, BM. Uh, I just sent a voicemail. Maybe it looked like maybe it glitched and didn't actually get sent. So did not. If you did just listen to one from me, skip this right now. If you didn't just hear one, then we're in business. Thank God we won last night. Uh, I think if we wouldn't have won, the sky would have been falling. Um, people would have been freaking out. Um, I did listen to ONR, and I had to laugh. Or, sorry, real life. I listened to real life, and I had to laugh about Tyler thinking that he had no confidence in Fogel moving up to play on a line <laughs> with Nugent Hyman. And arguably, even though we did crush Nashville, they were probably our best line. So, uh, But I did also want to pose a question to Melker World. Uh, as well as, I guess, yourself. Uh, kids have a week off in uh, November, so mm-hmm. what are we doing? Take them to Disneyland. And, of course, while you're in Anaheim, you got to go to a hockey game. I believe right now we are going to the Ducks in Philly, maybe the Ducks and Penguins, Ducks and Philly, one of those two. But, uh, anyway, the question to Melkerland is, to Oiler Jersey or not to Oiler Jersey? This is the question. Now, my general stance on this is if you are wearing a jersey of a team that is not playing in that game, I generally hate you. However, because you want to wear an Oilers jersey to a non-Oilers game, I think I'm all for it. I'm completely biased in this scenario. If this was like, if you were a Habs fan and you were doing this, I'd be like, absolutely not. It's ridiculous. But as an Oilers fan, I think I'm into it, especially because they're a divisional rival. I think I'm a hypocrite. I think that's what I'm learning here. Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail rolls on with anonymous. What say you? Hey, big milk. Hello. Uh, 
longtime listener, first time voicemail lever. Appreciate you. Thank you. Um, just wanted to give a shout out to you and all the guys who do the podcasts. It's podcasts like yours, O&R in real life that can get people through some tough days or just spending time at work on their own. Ultimately, that is uh, the point of these, right? When I do this podcast, I think very much of when I was at my job before Oilers Nation and I was just sitting in a cubicle all day. And what I would do is I would listen to talk radio. I would listen to the Howard Stern show. I would listen to podcasts. And that's kind of how I got through my eight-hour shifts. So ultimately, when we're making content, a big part of what we do and a big part of what we try to create is exactly for you guys. If you're no matter where your job is, it doesn't have to be in an office, you could be in a truck, you could be in a factory, you could be where whatever it is that you do. Or just when they need a few laughs and a pick me up. So I appreciate that. And just wanted to give a bit of a shout out to Betway for a good correct score come through on 51 to 1 on last night's game. Did ya? Good for you, man. I'm going to give you one of these. Good for you. That is a nice win. And yeah, just also wanted to say to Canucks Army and little old quads after last week, you guys can go shove it. That's not very nice. Listen, I came out to Edmonton and I had a great time and I watched the Canucks win and I saw everybody at Nation HQ being like, there's no way that the Canucks are going to win. They're not very good. And then they go out and win. And Bagnell took me for a nice pass to dinner and I just had the best time. So I don't appreciate you telling me off in the voicemail, even though I'm never actually going to hear this. Okay? Okay. Let's wrap up the voicemail with one more from Waz. Is it going to be weird? I'm going to bet yes. Go. There you go. Hey, Bag Milk. Waz here. I know I've left a bunch of voicemails this week. Yes, you have. Five in total, Waz. I've got them right in front of me. I see your name all over this board. But I wanted to send this one before I forget. So I want to get your thoughts on something. Again, in, in the Nashville game, the Oilers had a power play very late in the game and mm-hmm. they put Derek Ryan, Adam Earn, and Drysdale together. I thought it sure. was awesome. Then I got an interesting response on Twitter. No, you shouldn't. It doesn't matter what the score is. The power play should be the same. It's three games into the season and the first two were trash. So the Oilers can't afford to be playing nice. What do you- Disagree. Completely disagree. There's part of like a respect thing in hockey. Whether or not you believe it should be there is really irrelevant because it's one of those things where if you are absolutely stomping a team, you don't put them on the power. You don't put your A power play on the ice when you're stomping a team. That's why you could tell the Oilers were kind of annoyed when the Canucks did it in game one when they were already getting shit stomped. You know? Back to you, The thing about that, I saw no harm in having a power play with Derek Ryan, Adam Mernon, Drysettle. I didn't nope. mind Woodcroft giving some of the bottom six players extra ice time and just experimenting a bit, especially when you're up 6-1. Like, you're not really hurting anyone. You're kind of, like I said, experimenting, just seeing how players play with other players. You know, this is an opportunity to maybe do something like that. And I saw no harm in it. And I, I don't know, I feel like this is a little bit a too serious of a response. And like... What are your What do you think about this? Let me know. I have no problem with putting out a B or C squad on the power play when it's a game like that. Number one saves the star players a couple of minutes. Not a big deal there. Number two, it's a respect thing. 
The Oilers were absolutely shit stomping the Nashville Predators. There was no need for another power play goal. Would have been nice to pad the stats, sure, I guess. But ultimately, it is, uh, you know, just better vibes. Better vibes. And shout out to Woody. I like giving guys lower in the lineup a chance on the power play. They never get out there on the power play. So for Adam Ernie and Derek Ryan to get a chance of Leon Dreisaitl to make something happen, to let them cook at the end of the game, I'm into it, man. And if you got a problem with it, I just can't agree with you. I just can't give players a chance to succeed, especially in a game like that. That's just good coaching by Woody. I like it very much. And that's where we're going to wrap up the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. It's where I got the Stelvio. You can go get a Stelvio right now for a limited time only up until October 31st. 3.99% for up to 36 months. Get $1,000 in loyalty bonus cash. Bonus cash. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. Way you go. There you have it. There you have it. Better late than never is in the books. We are going to wrap it up. Let's see. Is anybody talking about uh, better late than never in Discord? Yes. The Reckless Optimist says, wow, are we going to be on the pod? Losh says, hi, BLTN. Lance says, is it because someone called in? Yes, it is, Lance. Let's go, Sergeant Battle. Your voicemail is making waves. So everybody knows it was Sergeant Battle. He is the hero of the Discord. So there you go. Go check out the Discord. It is vibrant today. Again, that's the Nation Citizens Discord. They will help you find it. I promise that. Until the next time, I want to give a thank you to all of the sponsors. The audio department, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, Alberta Blue Cross, Alpha Romeo of Edmonton, and most importantly, all of you for listening. I really, really appreciate you. I really appreciate what we're doing with this podcast and the community that surrounds it. I promise I'm sending your hoodies out this weekend. I promise, okay? Promise. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.